Welcome back to It's Not About the Words with Veronica Nunes. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome back to my third episode of It's Not About the Words with Veronica Nunes. Today, I have a really special guest, my roommate, um, Raquel, and I'm really excited about all the fun stuff we get into. So keep listening for a really great episode. Thanks, guys. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I have my second guest um, on my podcast on nonverbal communication. Say hello. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I am Raquel. I'm a senior. I identify as a female, and I'm studying child-adolescent psychology and communications. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate your time. So, uh, Raquel is my roommate, so she has spent a lot of time hearing about my project, but uh, one of the first questions I've been asking my um, interviewees is what they think nonverbal communication is. So, let me hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To me, nonverbal communication is the ways in which humans use their bodies to kind of elicit what they're feeling or get a point across without actually stating it, which can include like eye contact or like movement of the hands and little kind of actions like that. Absolutely. You definitely study calm and psych. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, So I have spent all this time researching um, nonverbal communication and how it is in conversations And so my question for you is, when you're having a conversation with someone, how do you know that that other person is interested in your conversation? Yeah, so I think one huge aspect of nonverbal communication is the idea of active listening and kind of basically staying engaged with your Mm -hmm. eyes. So I know that someone is listening to me when they're making eye contact or... I mean, usually people feel weird, so they, like, look at your forehead or whatever, (laughs) Uh but they're paying attention with their eyes, and they're also nodding and kind of acknowledging with, like, little, like, "Mm mm-hmm, kind of, (laughs) like, I understand you, but, um, yeah, the head nods and the eye contact, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely sitting here doing that to you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My second part of that question is, uh, how do you know someone is interested when you're on, let's say, a FaceTime call, a Zoom call, some sort of technology? Um, I think it's definitely been challenging, especially right now on Zoom, because we're mostly Zooming for classes, Mm -hmm. and so when I'm working with people on Zoom, I can tell when they're not engaged, Mm because you can kind of see their gaze go down, and you can just... You know they're looking at their phone and they're just not into it. Yeah. But you can at least tell when they're looking up at the screen um, and they can still use those head nods and kind of sit up straight just to show you that they're engaged. But FaceTime to keep people engaged, I think that's FaceTime's a little bit more informal generally. So it seems as though people are engaged, but I think that I keep my tone kind of energetic to Mm -hmm. keep them there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty common. You brought up um, virtual learning or like Zooming for all your classes. Um, how affected were you by COVID in terms of like your relationships, your school, life, work, etc.? I think I was fairly affected in terms of not being able to spend in-person time with my mm-hmm. classmates and my professors just because 
I was much more likely to go to like office hours, for example, in person. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I've gone to more than like five office hour <laughs> sessions since we started online. But within kind of my friend group, I think we've done a good job to kind of Zoom mm -hmm. and FaceTime and stay in contact. But it's definitely made my circle smaller just because I couldn't see people in person and kind of jump around from people. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we, because we are friends, <laughs> did a pretty good job staying um, involved with each other and Zooming or FaceTiming or calling or whatever we needed to do. Um, do you prefer, like, in-person or virtual for learning? Just random. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in-person. I'm very kind of outgoing, and I like to see people in person and have face-to-face mm -hmm. -face contact that just doesn't 100% translate into Zoom or online learning. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're going to get a little personal. <laughs> Are you in a relationship right now? Yes, I am in a <laughs> happy, healthy relationship, um, almost three years. So. Wow. So, um, how did you guys communicate in the beginning of your relationship, primarily? Primarily, it was definitely face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we were friends first, obviously, mm -hmm. and I saw him more face-to-face -face before I even had his phone number and it was easy we lived in like the same building and stuff so right yeah do you think that over time your ways in which you communicate have changed like obviously you don't live in the same building anymore how do you kind of compensate for the difference yeah I think it's definitely changed um especially because we live in different states, so during mm -hmm. breaks, mm -hmm. we have to do long distance for a couple months, but there, in that sense, since it can't be in-person contact, there's a lot of FaceTimes and calls and texting, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's not super constant, so we're not texting every minute, 24-7, um, so yeah, it kind of makes up for in, the in-person lack. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that technology has made it easier to communicate in your relationship or does it make it more difficult? I definitely think it, think it makes it easier um, just because, again, like I said, long distance, like am I going to write him a letter mm -hmm. and <laughs> wait like two weeks to get a letter back? No, I need kind of the instant gratification <laughs> of it. So I think it's definitely a pro Mm -hmm. But it can absolutely be misused and kind of, I don't know, overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Um, you say misused and uh, miscommunication comes up for me. And um, I find personally, like, my text messages sometimes or, like, Snapchats can be, like, miscommunicated or, like, the other person will think I'm saying one thing. Is that something that happens for you a lot? In, I mean, not uh, like not just your relationship, but like outside of your relationship. Yeah, in both aspects, I can definitely, for hard conversations, for example, I think that is definitely a realm where things can get misconstrued and misunderstood. Mm -hmm. But I'm much better at writing it out. So I'm good at texting and not having it be kind of misunderstood. Whereas my tone, for example, in a phone call mm -hmm. is can be worse and it just can sound like mean but um I have friends and even my boyfriend 
that are better at speaking over the phone yeah and would prefer to do so whereas I would prefer to just kind of text about it yeah I definitely am the opposite like I would much rather converse over a phone call than have to like type out what I'm saying and that's not just because I have poor typos <laughs> as Raquel can attest yeah the to. worst typos <laughs> So, um, just to like wrap up, I've been ending my podcast with some like fun rapid fire questions. Um, so my first question is, what was your first use of technology? So like, how old were you when you first had like a phone, iPod, iPad, whatever? Mm, I got my first phone when I was in sixth grade and I don't even think my parents wanted me to have it. It was just because... I was the fifth person on their plan, so it worked out for their bill. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, what was your first, like, social media? Facebook. You couldn't get it till you were 13, so I had to wait. My parents would not let me get oh it. Oh, my gosh. And I felt bad about lying about my age. <laughs> That's super funny. Like, did you let anyone follow you? Was it, like, just, like, your family? What was your, like dynamic my first instinct was to find the people like my friends that Mm -hmm. had already had Facebook and like my family but even to till this day I don't necessarily let anyone friend me on Facebook like Mm -hmm. if they're random names with no mutuals I won't let them friend me but like my Instagram right now is public if they want to follow me they can got it yeah I'm the same way like I don't want well my Instagram is not public but I don't want anyone I don't know (laughs) in my business, first of all. But just in general, um, that's great. Do you use TikTok? (laughs) Yeah, I do use TikTok. (laughs) What is it about TikTok that you like? I can tell that you (laughs) are giggly over it. I don't know. I think this sounds so weird, but TikTok in itself is such an interesting community because... Like, based on the algorithm, every individual has their own for you page, and mm-hmm. so you know you're part of, like, a click on... You know your place. <laughs> you know your place on TikTok, and it's funny when you're like, oh my gosh, like, I'm on food TikTok, like, I'm on professional mm-hmm. cooking TikTok, but I can't even cook. So it's just kind of cool mm-hmm. to be, like, put into something and kind of like receive what you like and mm-hmm. what you kind of want to see yeah I would agree I think it's funny when you're like on these random TikToks and you're like how did I end up on like <laughs> prison TikTok or like whatever TikTok foreign TikTok <laughs> right there's so many different groups and, and it just automatically groups you in them which is nice do you think that TikTok is a good way to um like, give those nonverbal signals, since you kind of know what nonverbal communication is, like, do you see how that could be tied together? Yes, but at the same time, TikTok is also very verbal, I think, Mm -hmm. nonverbally. For example, I'm also on, like, relationship and partner TikTok, and you can tell kind of the moods of partners <laughs> when their significant other is making a TikTok, so that's interesting. But you can also kind of fake with nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. So what people are portraying might not always be what they mean. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming and being on my TikTok, my TikTok, my podcast. <laughs> You're um, welcome. Do you have any questions for me that you think would be interesting? <laughs> yeah, do you want to go make a TikTok? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Sounds like I need to go make a TikTok. Um, and I will see y'all later. Okay, bye. <laughs> hey everyone, it's me again. I just wanted to give a special shout out to Raquel for coming on my podcast and having such a thoughtful conversation. And also wanted to remind everyone I'll be back with another special guest on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to It's Not About the Words.